0: Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Thursday's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. It's me, Nigel Seeley, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined, as usual, by our senior ATP Tour tennis handicapper, Mr. Sean Calvert. Um, The backdrop, you can see, is a little bit different. I'm in a hotel on Collings Avenue in Miami, heading waiting to go to the tennis tomorrow. uh, After a long journey back, but I'm delighted to say, seeing a bit of uh, home on the the, the little uh, telephone call there, seeing my old mate, Sean, a little bit of a smile back on my face. How are you, sir? Are
1: you right. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. I always put smile on people's faces. That's 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 what I'm here for. Yeah, absolutely. I'm good. Yeah, a bit chilly. Not as warm as you. It's probably what is it? About thirty degrees there. Twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, something like
0: that. I, I went out this morning because I couldn't sleep. So I woke up about four o'clock this morning and I went to, to the beach and watched the sunrise. It's very windy. Yeah, yeah. a lot, it, lot of always
1: get a lot of wind in Miami.
0: Yeah, very, very windy. Uh, the temperature is probably going to go up to about 26, 27. So, I think it's going to get hotter as the week progresses. Well, it's but about nine here, so listen, you're trying to make me feel sorry for you. I was freezing, it was snowing when you were in Indian Wells <laughs> last week. So don't I've got no sympathy for you whatsoever. You had no sympathy <laughs> for me when you're on that one dollar bus. Nah, so don't,
1: let
0: be, don't, be, don't, be, don't be doing that for me.
1: I've got Marrakesh coming up next week, that's but it's 35 over there at the minute, so that's going to be uh pretty warm.
0: Well, one thing we've got to do is make sure you take the sunblock because I intend to hit that rooftop pool today uh, okay. before I head to the tennis tomorrow. Um, I, I'm there three weeks. <laughs> you'll obviously see the content. There's uh, three days, sorry. You can see the content that we're going to provide uh, on that for you uh, on the Bet Rivers network and also on the uh, Twitter handle we we will run, which is the app because we've been to so make sure you check out some of the videos that we'll be doing there. But let's concentrate on today's action, Thursday's action. But before we do that, we'll just have a look at the update on the outright prices to win in Indian Wells. And we're going to talk about these a little bit and probably talk more about the court conditions that we've seen on the opening day. Uh, Alcaraz, Carlos Alcaraz, defending champion and the winner last week, looking to do the Sunshine Double. He's been money for him, big support. He's now down to plus 180. I'm not entirely convinced by that. Uh, Daniel Medvedev is plus three fifty. Uh, Yannick Sinner is plus eight dollars. Sean's pick, who was as high as plus eleven 1, hundred. Sitsipas, the number two soon is fourteen hundred. Felix Auger-Aliassime, eighteen hundred. Taylor Fritz, twenty two hundred. Zverev, twenty five hundred. And our each way play in the bottom half. Hurkacz is twenty eight hundred. And there's a few other players there going down to plus thirty three hundred with Casper Rude. Um, first of all, before we go on to the betting day 1 um we we said we thought it was going to be fast we we, we said that our sources told us that it could be quicker yeah. i don't think we actually realized how much quicker it was than what we seen on the opening couple of days to what we saw last year here in miami
1: yeah it's much quicker it look it looks a lot quicker if you're just watching the matches on on live stream uh and the data suggests that it's it's substantially quicker as well from from previous years um now that the average uh service holds in at the hard rock stadium since it's been at the hard rock stadium 79% uh this year 84% so far that's a that's a huge huge increase and in terms of first serve points won the average was 71% this year so far it's 73% now that's from the first 15 matches in the main draw and the stats from qualifying is is almost identical so it, there's fairly strong evidence to suggest that it's quite a lot quicker and you know the matches that we saw yesterday it it does look like a court that you can hit winners on, where it whereas in previous years it's it's been a struggle to put the ball away, which is why people like Medvedev have have struggled. So, on the basis of what I've seen so far, on the basis of the numbers that have, have come out of, of day one, it, it looks it looks substantially quicker. Yeah,
0: we said last week throughout the tournament in Indian Wells that we thought that the market was wrong. We thought Medvedev shouldn't be the favourite because of the court speeds, and Alcaraz was the person we thought should be the favourite, and we, we we found to be correct. In the final. Do you think that uh, the market here is a little bit slightly obscured because of the, the hard court form that we've seen so far and especially last week's performance from Alcraz in New Well. So I'm not I'm, I'm quite baffled by the support for Carlos Alcraz. I know he won the US Open, I know he's uh, won this tournament last year, but on these court speeds, I think there's a lot of players who will be much more suited at better prices compared to the number one in the world.
1: Yeah, we said it a couple of days ago, didn't we? That there are people in his section of the draw that could beat Alcaraz on their day. I mentioned Taylor Fritz, Tommy Paul, even like Shapovalov, these sort of guys on their best form on a quick court. If it is as quick as as these numbers suggest that it is, then they've got a chance of beating beating Alcaraz. And Sinner certainly got a better chance of beating Alcaraz than he had last week, and he was close last week. As I said, he didn't serve very well. He served at fifty percent. If he serves, if he does meet Alcaraz and he serves at sixty percent in these conditions, I would give him a very decent chance of winning. So I find that I find that move a little bit strange. Um, for Alcras, I, I would have, I would have thought, if anything, he would have perhaps slightly have eased a little bit, having seen the conditions so far. But you know, maybe the the, the, uh, the punters are just going on what they saw last week. You know, the, the great form in Indian Wales, the confidence. Um, maybe they're just going on that. But if you're looking at conditions, you would have thought that it wouldn't favour crowds as much this week as it did last week.
0: I think potentially with crowds, he could be the player that emerges that the, the public might want to put their support in you know, and obviously Rafa come on the scene and Roger come on the scene, and Novak Djokovic. I mean, they've been so dominant. They've been starting tournaments at minus money. And they feel that Alcaraz could be the one at the short price favour who could get the job done for them. But mm. I think in these conditions, I think at plus 180, you've got to have a lot of things go your favour. And obviously he's only 19 years old, but he, it, it's hard to win back-to-back tournaments. We said he's only the greatest in the game have done it. So, uh, my, my personal opinion here is that plus 180 is a bit of a fade and you know, I want to fade the front too I want to fade Medvedev as well I love the Cine I think that's a great play but I think with the conditions I think Felix Ojeanisin comes into play Her mm. cash, which you said each way is a great bet on the bottom half and draw and even Zverev I mean I've, I've highlighted that in, in the last couple of weeks I think Zverev is coming back to some kind of form at plus 2500 I want a, want I want a little bit more than that mm. but I think those are the kind of three players who will be very very much suited by these conditions
1: yeah, I mean, Medvedev should appreciate it as well. If it's quicker, you would you would think that Medvedev would appreciate it. That's what would probably put me off back in someone like Felix or someone like Tierfa that the, the chances are they would have to go through Medvedev in the semifinals. And they've both got poor records against Medvedev. And, you know, Medvedev, as I said, should appreciate the fact that it's it seems to be quite a lot quicker. Um, yeah, Zverev is one I pointed out as, as the main danger for Sinner. He's, he's certainly got a chance as well. He uh, finds his best form every chance, but... As far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm happy with with Sinner at the moment. Obviously, nothing much has changed since since we spoke on Sunday. But um, I, I'm happy with the fact that I've seen conditions quicker. That that gives me more confidence in Sinner than than even that I had before.
0: The only thing that has changed is the line. We uh, Sean took plus <laughs> 1100 now down to minus 800 on Yannick Sinner. But even at those prices, I think he's the potential. He's got an absolutely brilliant record uh, in Miami. Uh, let's have a look at some matches today. But before we go on to today, the, um, the total so far here. Because we win, we are minus 8.31 units. So, you know, it's a long, long way to go yet. We're only two or three months into the tennis season. So, don't worry too much. We are hitting a little bit of form. Well, we got a little bit lucky yesterday because of the. We bet yeah. Popper in. Well, luck, lucky or unlucky, whichever way you want to look at it. But we bet Popper in. Popper in was dominant in his match, uh, won the first set. Uh, and then he uh, his opponent, Yima, had to retire at 4 4 in the second set. But luckily, with Bet Rivers, if you place. If they, place complete one set uh, the bet is deemed as a winner so we got paid out on that one where other sports books wouldn't pay you out so that's a big plus and obviously check those rules out it's a great incentive to bet with bet rivers on these matches with injury if your matches got through the first set because you will get paid out as a winner which is uh always something you like to do when an opponent not not the when an opponent retires but uh so you like to see rather than have that horrible thing where you or 5-4 up in a second set and uh, suddenly it's void on your bet slip. Anyway, let's have a look at today's matches. It's the first round and places are up for grabs in the last last 64 where they'll be playing the 32 seed. So these are big incentives for these players. And the first game we're going to talk about is an all-American clash at 1215 Eastern Time. Eubanks against Kudla. Eubanks is a favorite minus 140 on Kudla is plus 114. The head-to-head is 1-0 to Eubanks. It was in 2020 in a very, very close game. The handicap here is minus 1.5 with minus 110 for Eubanks. And the totals are the highest of the day today. Uh, pitched at 23.5. Which is the biggest amount of totals uh, on the men's singles matches in the first round? Uh, how do you see this one going? And are Bet Rivers right to have this as the the game they expect to be the longest game of the day?
1: Yes, um, you know Chris, Christopher Eubanks barely breaks serve. I think he's broken serve ten percent of the time at main level in the last sort of twelve months on on outdoor hard courts. He, you know, he holds quite a bit struggles to um struggles to break serve i'll I'll quickly talk about his statistics on um on yeah he breaks 9.8 percent of the time uh in terms of tie breaks he's played a tie break in seven of his last main 11 seven of his 11 last main level hardcore matches and 21 of his last 35 so he plays roughly 60 percent tie breaks so you would have to make it odds on a tie break in this particular match. And if you also take into account that Cuddler's, I think his last six matches in Miami have all featured at least one tie break. Uh, there's a, there's a high likelihood that these two are going to play a tie break. Um, I had a little, little bet on that at, uh, odds against, I got a bit of odds against 2.1 on that um, yesterday, but I don't think that price is around anymore. As far as Eubanks is concerned, I actually think he's really fortunate to be, to even be in the the draw. You know, he, he stole the win a little bit over Lucas Klein in qualifying. Klein was ahead on all of the stats. Um, but he just couldn't convert on, on any of his six break point chances. And Eubanks ended up scoring four fewer points in the match and won. So I think he was a little bit lucky to win that. He was also lucky to beat Kudler the last time they met, which was in similar similarly windy conditions in Florida, in Orlando, on a windy day 18 months ago at challenger level. Now, Kudler led that match by um, a set and 4-2. And he was minus 10,000 in running to win that match. And he ended up wasting that lead. He took just two out of 18 breakpoint chances um, in that particular match. And, and he ended up losing it from 1.01 in play. Now on that day, Kudler was a, was priced up 1.35, which is roughly minus 286 to win that match. And now we're getting odds against against the same opponent 18 months later. I just I just don't think there's any real basis in this um, to make him a favourite, other than the fact that he's had two matches here you know, in qualifying that will attune that will him to the conditions. That's the only positive I can see. From a Ubank's point of view. Now, if you look at his um stats over um the last 12 months on Outdoor Hard at main level, he's 4-7 win loss. So his win rate is 36%. And his service points one and return points one total is 95.6. Now Kudler's better in all departments. Not by much, but by a little bit. Um his win rate's 43%, which is seven percent better. And his service points one, return points one total is 96.3, which is better. Um, and Kudler's also ahead in terms of service hold and break totals by 94.7 to 93.8. So he's ahead in pretty much every category. He should have beaten him last time. Um, I just don't, I, I can't have Eubanks' favourite here. So I've, I, I took Kudler at 2.25 yesterday.
0: Kudler is 2.25. That's plus 125 in American money. It's now down to plus 114, but still good money for Kudler, a man who started favourite the last time the... they met and only lost in a very close game. Sorry, Sean.
1: Yeah, no, I was just going to add something I, I forgot to add. But he, he played well here last year, actually, Kudler, you know, when it was slower. He made um, the last 32 as a qualifier, almost made the last 16, lost in a final set tiebreak to Kokinarkis. So he's got points to defend. He, he played well here last year when it's slow. I think quicker conditions, you, you could certainly say that it would favour Eubanks, but it would also favour Kudler. He's he's always been a, a very handy performer on grass. Uh, and I think the quicker it is, the, the more that Kudler will appreciate it. You know, but your banks might well win this match, but that price is, I just think it's a little off for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe even take the plus one and a half as well. Look for angles. Uh, total's 23 and a half. Sean has said he expects a tie break as well, which is plus around about even money. Plus 102 uh, for a match to get a tie break in this game. The winner of this match will place Borna Coric in the last 64. So an incentive to play a seed is there for them. Um, remember if you have a place of wager on these uh, matches today you can watch them live on the Bet Rivers website all these matches are being streamed on there so make sure you, uh, you check them out if you're on your work or your tablet on your phone, you can watch the game as well. Uh, just one other thing, before uh, we go on to the second game, Sean. I mean, I've asked everybody if they've got any questions to uh, to come on and give us some questions. I think I had the same question asked to me three times, and it wasn't what barbers the me and you go to. It was uh, <laughs> what is the uh, what? Where does Sean Calvert get his stats from? That seems to be the question that everyone wants to know. Um, I answered you know, that, didn't I, on Twitter? Yeah, but some of the people who've this might not have seen it, but uh, okay. seen the response. But, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, you, you've just rattled off some some amazing stats there on the U-Banks could be game, and it's something that people will want to know where you got the stats. Are so you a walking encyclopedia of tennis betting knowledge, or is there somewhere where you uh, you head to for your for your stats? Uh,
1: most of those I get from the on-court program, which you can buy. Uh, I, I got it years and years ago. I, I bought a lifetime license years and years ago. I don't know how much it is to buy now, but I'm still on my lifetime license, so I've got uh, I've got many years of enjoyment of uh, crunching the numbers to come from that that program. That is, yeah, you can just you can Google it on court. Um, that's where I got it from. That's where I get most of the stats from.
0: Yeah, on court there. So that's the question that everyone. Has. So remember, if you've got any other questions you want to ask. Uh, myself and Sean, uh, please do so on our Twitter page or, or DM me and uh, we'll get them read out anything you think. So any futures you want to get any questions about, any sort of strategies on tennis betting, uh, just let us know and we'll answer your questions as well. Uh, the next game we've got is 4.20pm. the uh, Gregory Berrer against Safalin. Uh, Berrer is plus 120. Safalin is minus 150. The head-to-head is 1-0 to Berrer. They met in 2019 on a hard court where the Frenchman started a very, very heavy favourite, about, about minus $2. Uh, he hasn't come in in the best of Form. He's lost his last three. The handicap here is one and a half. The totals at twenty two and a half. But you, you, you're looking, you're liking the look of the, uh, the underdog here, probably for similar reasons why you wanted to get with Kudler against Eubanks.
1: Yeah, I just think this, I just think this price is too short on Safrile. Um We took barret on, didn't we, the other week in Indian Wells with Jack Sock on, on the basis that Sock was likely to prefer the conditions to, compared to barret You know, and and that proved to be the case. It's it's too slow for. For Barrat, most of his best work comes on indoor hard, quick, quick indoor hard, quick services, quick outdoor hard. Um, never likely to do much at Indian Wells, that proved to be the case. Similarly, in the Phoenix Challenger last week, um, struggled again there in, in slow conditions. Now that it's quick, now that he's got quick conditions, I think you might find a, a bit of value on him. Um it does again, there's not much in it, but if you look at the last 10 matches at main level on outdoor hard, of, of these two. Neither of them have got particularly good records. They're both won three and lost seven. But in terms of the service points one and return points, when it's Barre that leads, he's on 99 total, Saffiland 97. Um, So a slight advantage to Barre there. Um, Barre is not, you know, he's obviously going to need wins now. He's, he's struggled in the last few weeks. He's going to come into this with confidence. He beat Saffiland easily in their, their only career meeting. Yes, it was three or four years ago. But that's not going to bother Barré. He knows he's got the beating of this guy. Um, he should come in with confidence. He should be confident in the sense that the conditions, you know, he'll have been practicing here over recent days. He will have seen how quick it is. He should enjoy the conditions. Um, it's, I just think it's too short, Safran. Um, You know, what, what he's achieved at main level and what barre has achieved at main level, as I said, the comparison, it 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 favours Barré. So and there's not much basis, really, other than the fact that Safrilan again, has come through qualifying, that's the only sort of positive I can see, really, in this in this particular encounter. So, I've, yeah, I quite like Barret here. Not a massive bet, but I just quite like the price. It's risky because he's not in not in great form, but I think he may well find the conditions suit him a lot better than than he has been doing in recent weeks.
0: Barret is plus one twenty. Surprisingly, the money has come for Safflin. Uh He's been very heavily supported. So, if that continues, you might get a bit uh, better price for Barret. Remember, yes. it's a later game today. It's four twenty pm, so there's no rush. See how the market fares. And wait till nearer the time to place your bet on Barrett because the market definitely likes Saffling. Uh, but we, mm. swim we swim against the tide. We swim against the tide. It's a shocking time. price.
1: What is he, about 1.6 now or something like that?
0: Minus 150, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's no sort of price. He might well win the match, but you're not getting any value at all there. I mean, I've just told you what's that side. There's just no There's yeah. no basis to make him that short, really. Unless there's something I, I, wrong with Barrett.
0: I love those um, sort of when you reflect back on how they bet Previous matches against them, I want something that I like to look at. I mean, we spoke against the Pella game. I know it's against very in the in the first round.
1: We where, got that but, one right, uh,
0: didn't we? Yeah, where Pella play Pella plays him twice. One game he's minus he's minus thirty three hundred to win. Next game he's minus seven dollars, and and then he's plus money the next. I know things change in four or five years, and I know players change. But uh, uh, Pereira was minus two dollars when they met in two thousand and nineteen, and today. I wouldn't say either of them have uh, are kicked on with their careers in, in any great capacity. Barrera mm. is plus one twenty, so I like I like those ideas. I mean, you, you mentioned goodball as well in the first match. Uh, looking at the odds, how they uh, they bet the matches the last time they played when there's big discrepancies, it, it it's sometimes it looks the value to look at that. Um, there's another game which is the first one on, so make sure you uh, get to the Bet BetRivers website very very quickly on this one. It starts at eleven a.m. Uh, Kovicić minus one fifty against Muna at plus one twenty. Uh, the winner places Serendolu, who's uh, got to the semi, got the semi-finals or the final? Last, final, semi-finals. He, he did when well, he did well last year. Serendolu. semis, I think.
1: I think, uh, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. he got a walkover from Sinner in the quarter-finals. He was a little bit lucky. Yeah. He had a couple of retirements. He was a bit fortunate actually, Serendolo, But he, yeah, you're right. He made the semis, I think.
0: Yeah, I think the conditions are going to be much far harder for him this time around to back that up. Uh, and I think if you look at this market here and you want to get with the minus money shot, I think Kavicevic here, uh, Kovachevich here at minus one fifty is probably one for me, one of the better bets of the day. The handicap is minus two and a half, and I'm actually incl- I, I like uh, Kavicevic minus one hundred three on that. The totals are twenty two and a half. Munar has played four matches on the hard court this year. And hasn't won one. And when you consider how slow some of these hard courts have been to come to a fast Miami, uh, I think the the favorite here looks a good thing.
1: Yeah, he, he should be. Uh I know he's a lucky loser, so he's a little bit fortunate to get in the, the main draw. He lost to Vukic in Qualis. Uh Vukic has got some some weapons though. Um we know Munar's an out-and-out defender. We know what he does on a hard court, he just waits for the opponent to miss. Uh it's the same as what he does on a on a clay court. Um, if you look at the last 12 months, again, main level, outdoor, hard courts, service points one, return points one total. Munar's on 93. He's won three of his 13 matches, um, which, which tells you all you need. So in terms of his service hold and break totals at, uh, over the last year, main level and outdoor hard, he's on 82, which is about as bad as it gets. Kovacevic is on 100, but it's it's only a very small sample size that we've got at main level for Kovacevic. He hasn't played many matches, He's played six matches at main level in the last 12 months, outdoor hard. Um, but his his service points, one return points, one total is 99. So you can only see Kovacevic either keeping to that level or improving. We know what Moonar can do on a hard court, it, and it's not much. Uh, the fact that this hard court is, is quicker has, has kind of tipped the balance into into me siding with Kovacevic. If it was a really slow court, like like it was in the past, or like Indian Wells, or like previous Miamis, then I wouldn't, I'd, I'd perhaps be thinking Moonar might be able to kind of slug it out and he he could even get an ugly win somehow but in these conditions the way that Kovacevic plays he should really be beating Munar he's he's the first leg of a little a little parlay that I'm having today Kovacevic
0: Kovacevic minus 150 I think he should be in all your parlays today and if 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 you like betting the minus money I know some of you do some of you don't Um, if you do like one of the favourites I think a a bettable price Kovacevic at minus 150 would be one of my best bets of the day Uh, the final match we're going to look at is uh, probably the best game of the day actually the first round it's a decent match uh, former US Open champion Dominic Thiem on his comeback from injury up against Lorenzo Sadego uh, Sonego did well in Dubai. Uh, I watched him get to play Alexander Zverev. He was blown off the court a little bit there, but he big server. But it, uh, Zverev had all the, all the weapons. But uh, Sonego is minus one fifty seven. Dominic Team is plus one twenty five. This is a seven pm start, and the winner will place Dan Evans, which is a, probably a winnable match for them. You know, so anyone who wins this game may have a, an opportunity to go deep in the tournament. The handicap is minus two and a half as the Italian at plus one oh six, and the totals is twenty two and a half. At minus one hundred and nine, there is some kind of belief in the betting fraternity that Dominic Team uh, is going to come back to the player that he formerly was. I know a lot of people on Twitter, some handicappers, have put Dominic Team up last at the end of last season to win tournaments. I know mm. you haven't, you haven't been impressed at all with the no. underlying metrics of his performance, but the market still like Dominic Team. They still think that he can. But I know you're uh, very much in the anti-team uh, camp when it comes to the the betting on these matches currently.
1: Yeah, I've I've been skeptical since since his the start of his return actually. He, has, he just doesn't look the same player at all. Just doesn't look like the kind of guy that we we're used to seeing or we were used to seeing in the past. And you know, the stats of his of his comeback are poor. I think I think he's just being priced on what the, the bookies think he's capable of doing rather than what he is capable of doing, which which doesn't seem to be that much at the moment. Um, you know, if we look at the last ten matches, um Sorry, let's look. At, let's look at this season. Let's take this season first twenty twenty three. All, all services this season. Sanego service points one, return points one. Total is one hundred and one. Team's on ninety two, um, which is poor. Uh, let's take. Let's go on to hard hardcores, outdoor hard. Last uh, last ten matches at main level, outdoor hard uh, again. Service points one, return points one. Total Senego one hundred. Team ninety three. That's quite a significant difference, and we're not seeing anything, are we, from Dominic Team? That's that's making you think that he's he's likely to come back. This comeback's taking an awfully long time. I know he had a wrist injury, mm-hmm. but he's been playing for over a year now, and you know you you would have thought you'd have seen something. He's only won one match this season. Ironically, it was the one match that I took him on, <laughs> With, and he, it's the only one that he won. It we beat Molchan, uh on the clay. Uh, he doesn't have a particularly great record at Miami either. Team, you know it, it was slow, so you would have thought it would have, have suited him, but he's not won a set at Miami since 2016. And Sonago's actually got a better service points one return points total, return points one total at this tournament than team has. It's only by one point, but it's it's still better. Um they played a couple of times on clay, one one each. Uh they both won at home. Sonego won in Rome. team won years ago when he was at his at his peak in um in Kittsfield, I think it was. But even on the stats of that, Senego slightly ahead. Service points one, return points one total of 101 compared to teams ninety-nine. And that was when team was on, on great form, he's on nothing like that form now. Um, so statistically, I'd, I'm not I'm not seeing anything that that suggests that team is is likely to to win this match. I mean, he might do. He, he might have one of them days when everything goes in his favour. But I think he should be bigger than that based on what he's achieved since you know since the start of his comeback and also this season.
0: Yeah. So you're liking San Diego, You put you, that's the second easy. leg of my
1: parlay. Yeah. Sinego. That's what I was
0: going to say. So he's the double. So the, so the parlay is uh, Kovacevic and Sonego.
1: Yeah, you get about 2.6 or so for that.
0: So that's plus 160, uh, the double with Bet Rivers. Uh, obviously, make sure you get that on nice and early because Kovacevic is the first match on court at 11 o'clock, which is just over an hour away now. Um, so whatever, are you going to think the other official plays? Are we betting both the other two players in in, in singles as well? So we've got three plays today, yeah?
1: Yeah, we'll take we'll take Barrera. I don't mind that price. Um, slightly smaller stake on that because we are. I am a little concerned about his form, but on the stats, happy to take that price.
0: So we've got Barrera plus one twenty. We've got Kudla, uh, Kudla at plus one fourteen, and a little parlay uh Kovachevich and Sonago, which plays which 2.6, 160?
1: Yeah, slightly slightly more than that. Uh, two point six two or something. I am yeah, not sure. So so plus one sixty two in
0: something American like that, money. Yeah.
1: I can check that now oh, okay. actually, if you want.
0: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just, yeah, have a look at that. Just, It's uh, just uh, 2.66, two six, sorry. So 2.66 six, plus 166. Uh, Sean will be back with me tomorrow uh, for an extra uh, game bet match here. Looking at the ATP Tour, we we'll be back at a similar time tomorrow uh, early. So we get all the action in before the tennis starts at 11 o'clock and I'll be at the venue tomorrow. And if you want to stay across everything on the Bet Rivers Network, there's three ways to do so. First way is to subscribe to our podcast by downloading Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can also subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. It's the Bet Rivers Network to see all the fantastic content that we have there from uh, our European handicappers as well as our American friends as well, who do a fantastic job uh, with March Madness going on as well. And also you can follow us on Twitter at because we win, where you can see some great content from the soccer handicappers and the, myself and Sean. Uh, it's a big night of uh, European soccer tonight. The European qualifiers, England are in action against Italy, and there's a great uh, show on their podcast. On there, uh, if you've gone there, you can see the links on our Twitter page, and you also see me walking the streets of Miami with a selfie stick and uh, going to the tennis over the next couple of days as well. So it should be quite fun. It should be good content there. Uh, Sean, thank you as well, Waze, for, uh, for joining me. Uh, I know it's really? uh, a little bit earlier than usual, and uh, you'll be back tomorrow. And hopefully, we can celebrate three winners, two singles, and a nice winning parley. Good luck with your bets today. Uh, stay safe, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.